Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from the backside of water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 86 of A Spoonful of Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here with Mr. Brian G. Alloway. How are you, sir? Hey. The bigger the headache, the bigger the pill. No, I was just listening to some Parliament today. Um, no, good, <laughs> good, to, good to hear you from you, Evan. How's everything with you? It's good. I, I never know what band name you're going to pull from. Like, I think you just go on, I don't even know if this is a website, but randombandnamegenerator.com, and you just... No, 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 no. Parliament, you, Parliament Funkadelic was probably the first band I ever liked in my life. So, no, Parliament Funkadelic. There's... Definitely, uh, George Clinton. That's uh, I was listening to that today. I think it's going to be Mister Funkadelic is going to be your, your <laughs> yeah, name. Mister Funkadelic is good. I like that. So Dr. why Fun- don't Doctor Funkenstein? <laughs> yeah, golly. <laughs> why don't you tell us about our topic today? I'm the one that typically introduces it. Why don't you tell? Because it was your idea. Okay. Well, this this is an interesting topic, and I and I think both. If you guys know Evan and I, both of us are foodies. We we like it's important part of our trip and is it, the reservations or the planning behind what we eat on our trips is super super important. And we talk about snacks, we talk about certain restaurants, we talk about a lot of different things. But what we what this episode is going to be about is more or less what are the drop dead meals. So if you had one dish or one meal at any restaurant. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the restaurant. The, the meal, and, and sometimes the meal goes with the restaurant because you can only find it at certain restaurants. But what is that one meal that makes or breaks your trip or your day or your or your vacation? Um, and it's amazing because it is true. You know, We go on vacations. We go on our vacations. Yes, we go to go see the attractions. We go to see the rides. We but the food is a big part of a Disney vacation. And we say this all the time. I, I, both of us feel strongly about that. But that part of the res- that part of the trip, getting that really good meal that you walk out of there and you're like, wow, I am so happy. And I don't even care how much it costs. I am so happy that I had that. Um, so that to me is what this episode's about. We're going to talk about the best meals, the things that we look forward to. And uh, we'll go from there. I love this idea. So I I think you're right. So, you know, this is going to be a contrast against one of our last episodes where we talked about restaurants you may want to tend to avoid due to the experience, right? Well, we're not even going to really cover, I mean, we may mention the experience or your cast member interactions that you have at some of these places. I know mainly one on my list, you have to mention it, but this is about the food. This is about the meal. So this restaurant or quick service or table service. I have a combination of both on my list. It may not be the place that you choose for the experience. Like, you know, and I don't know if you have a meal from this place or not, but I'm just going to mention a place, which is California grill, you know, has great views, great location, highly desired restaurant, but it's a good restaurant. It's a good experience. It's a good atmosphere. Someone may or may not pick their favorite meal from that place, though. So this is going to be focused on the meals. And Brian, I have some on my list where some of these are not like the the drop dead best meals on property, but they're it consistent. Have to be. No, it doesn't have to be. They're what consistent. Is that? Yeah, 
Yeah. They're consistently what is that thing that, good. that really floats your boat? Yeah. Yeah. Floats my boat. It's, it's consistently good with our family. It's a consistently good choice. It just meets that need, whether it's a quick meal, whether it's a sit down, enjoyable meal, whether it's just for the flavor, whatever it may be. But that's why I like this deal. So, sir, would you like to go first with your first meal choice? I'm really interested to, to hear your meals. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with the drop dead. And this is an inter, you know, this might not be, if you know me, um, you kind of know this, but this is, this is definitely a, a meal that I will go and eat this. And I don't even care. It costs a lot of money, but it is so good that it, it's almost, um, I don't know. It, it, it's good. Okay. I, <laughs> This is, it's mouthwatering. And, and if you've had it once and you go it again, so I'm going to say, and, and this is, it's, it's in one of my favorite restaurants and you've heard it from before, Shula Steakhouse in, in the, um, in the Dolphin Hotel. And it's the cowboy ribeye. The cowboy ribeye is, and it's expensive. It's uh, $72. It's, it's expensive. But it is worth the money. It is amazing. It is mouthwatering. It is exactly what a steak should be. And and they have a tomahawk steak, and they have a they have a porterhouse, and which are which are I guarantee they're probably very good. But the cowboy ribeye, it, it just lives up to its name. And um, I I can't even tell you how how good it is. It's when I'm eating it, it's 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 I don't. I don't even care. I could only have that for dinner. And I don't, and the thing is you don't need any condiments on it. It's usually made perfectly. You don't need salt. You don't need anything. You need nothing. It's, it's that perfect of a, a ribeye. And again, I thought you're paying for that. You're paying for that extra, um, you know, all that part of it, but it is amazing. And I, and I really don't, I don't even need an appetizer. I don't need a dessert. I don't need anything. If I have that, um, but you know, they do have good appetizers there, but I'm not talking about that today. I'm just saying, that is my meal. If I know I'm going to have a cowboy ribeye, I look forward to it all day, and it makes makes or breaks my trip sometimes. I knew you were going to pick something from Shula's. I still have not eaten at Shula's. You talk about Shula's all the time. We have mutual friends that love this place. Uh, Swan or Dolphin? You said it, right? Which it's in one? the Dolphin. Dolphin. It's okay, dolphin. I, I get it mixed up. So, yeah, mention it all the time. Mention how amazing this place is. And I really think the Swan and Dolphin and now hopefully the Swan Reserve are going to be some of the most underrated places to get good meals on property. They may not be the, the Disney Files first you know, pick because they're just not extremely Disney themed or they may feel like they're disconnected because of perks or whatever you may call it. But I think they consistently have good restaurants and good meals. And I know that Shula's is on my list. It's just... Shula's is a place where I think the first time I want to go there is just going to be me and Emily for like just a like a date night evening or something, you know. Whether it's just on a trip that we don't bring, or Ezra unless I take you it. there, because I think oh, I'm yeah. going to take. Uh, if if there, if I have the opportunity, I'm going to take you there. You, you think is I you would can love only to, have yeah. water. You can only have water to drink. <laughs> I'll pay, you but you can only have water to drink. <laughs> I got, yeah, yeah. I'll, I drink water most of the time, anyways. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to try Shula's. Um, you definitely started out with a. A huge hit. So I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah, there's no order here. There's no order here. I'm we're, gonna we're, go we're, to we're, a total opposite, and 
I, I have, don't worry, I have better meals on, on my list than this. Not that this one's a bad one, but I will say that this just, and I think a lot of people will agree with me, that this is a nostalgic quick service option that you can get. And that is the Casey's Corner corn dog nuggets and fries with cheese sauce. Now, why would you pick that one meal? Don't worry. Like I said, I have a lot better like tasting and quality meals on my list, but I think that you have to throw a lot of things in the blender here, not just, you know, the, the taste or the quality of the food, but the memories that go with the meal or the nostalgia of the meal or where you eat the meal. I know we're not talking a lot about the restaurant or the atmosphere, but you know, you have this place that was probably, I don't even know if it was one of my first meals that I ever had on, on property. It had, it was definitely within my first one to two days on property, one of my first meals. So maybe that's what brings it back home for me. Uh, like I said, it's just corn dog nuggets and French fries, and there's nothing to write home about as far as it is what it is. You know, that is what it is. And you can't expect any more. But the problem is, or, or I guess the good thing is, you don't have to expect any less. It's good every time to me. And I think that uh, it's a good option because it's a popular option too. So I'm going to go is that if I'm. You know, hey, I'm those corn to, dog nuggets are to die for. I'm telling you. Um, I'm, you know, my daughter Mackenzie, she loves corn dog nuggets. That, that's, I don't know. I say, I don't, they're not popular around here so we can't find them in new jersey so if we if oh, they're yeah. at Walt, we're at disney world walt disney actually disneyland has them too they're they're amazing they're amazing yeah. they're beyond they're they're beyond good they're amazing well, i mean you know but when you're against like a cowboy rib or some of these other options no, but that's, you know, you know it, what you're going to pick but when you're making a list you have to be as comprehensive as you can right you can't put 10 steak dinners on a list or something no, like that no, you, no. you have to kind of give some variety so i think that was worth mentioning so that's one of mine I, I love it. I love it. Okay, so I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna deviate a little bit to go in that that same route because I, I'm not in any order here. I said where I went, I went to Schlosser right off the bat because it, 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 even thinking about it got me going. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you this next one's a breakfast. Now, you have heard from me before that I feel that Disney does Disney does breakfast very well. Every every restaurant I've ever been to at Disney, the breakfast is done well. It's fairly similar, and it's not. There's not that many you know, deviations, but Olivia's restaurant, Olivia's cafe at the old key West resort, um, has banana bread, French toast, which is so different than anything that you ever see at a Disney world. And sometimes they have, they have even special versions of it, depending on when you go. But, um, it's got a bohemian banana rum syrup on it. It's got uh, coconut whipped cream and and it it's just so different than anything I've ever had before. It is worth going over to that restaurant and finding a way to get you know um, some kind of transportation over there to go to it because it is definitely, in my opinion, the best rest uh, breakfast place on on at Walt Disney World. Um, but that is the best breakfast. I, um, I I would say you know my other favorite restaurant place is the Plaza at, at Disneyland, but very different than the Plaza of Walt Disney World, but but Olivia still is the best. Um, everything I've ever had there has been good, but that banana bread French toast would make me get out of bed early and go over there just to find a way to get there and and, and experience that. So I'm a huge uh, breakfast fan. I I want to sometimes say I like breakfast as my favorite type food, but uh, that's not true, or sometimes it is true. Depends on my mood. 
but I've not eaten at Olivia's for breakfast. I've eaten at Olivia's for dinner before, and, and that may come up later, but uh, I've not had the banana, the French toast there. That sounds so good. Oh, it's so, uh, so I, I love any kind of like French toast or flavored pancakes or that kind of stuff. I love it. So now I have to go to Olivia's for breakfast. So uh, thanks, Brian. But it's, it's I got to add it to my list. All right. So here I'm going to go ahead and get this out of the way because this is one that now I have um, I have started a cult, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that would be called the Cult of Boathouse. And I have a lot of f- followers in this cult now. Um, but mainly, uh, I know. And mainly, uh, one of the things on our altar would be the filet mignon sliders. And I think that right there, and, and honestly, look, I'm going to give you a appeal behind for me. The atmosphere at the boathouse is not one of my favorites. I'm just going to be honest with you. I enjoy really good music. Like when Brian, when you and I were there, they were, they were really killing it. They were doing some great songs. They had, they were great vocalists. They were great artists. They just did good. I'm just not a huge fan of the live music kind of scene. That's just really not me, but good food will bring me almost anywhere. So this is the filet mignon sliders. I say get it with French fries and put the boathouse seasoning on it. If you don't want to get it with fries, get it with asparagus. Put the boathouse seasoning on that too. Uh, but it is so good. Uh, it's it's you know the little rolls that are on is buttered. The filet mignon is buttered. That's on there. It's you know little thin pieces. They cook it just right. This is one of the meals where it literally melts in your mouth. And that is what these sliders do. And the flavor is so good. I've not, I've never had a bad one. I've had this meal probably five times. No exaggeration. It's been great every time. Uh, we probably, not probably, I know for sure we're not going there on our next trip. We're going to try some different things. Uh, Ezra is at this age where all the, a lot of the tables are really tight together in there. I know this isn't a restaurant you know, episode, I know. But I'm just saying we're going to go try some somewhere else next time because he's at an age where tables are tight it's loud he's distracting it's really hard to pay attention you know it's you just want to have a good experience so but as far as meals go this has got to be on my list i I, you know something i didn't say this because i knew you would um but that is also one of my favorites i adore it i will go out of my way to go there but i do like the music you know what other place sings uh brandy or fine girl would a what a good wife you would be. No, that was, I love that. I, I actually enjoyed all the, the music when we were there. I actually went and tipped, yeah, the, I even yeah. went and tipped the guy. Um, no, I, I like that. It, it's just the type of music to have for lunch and enjoy your lunch. But yeah, the food yeah. is amazing. And that is a go-to staple item. And that is, that is exactly what this today's topic is about. It's that, it's that, that thing. You don't get that. Where else can you get that? No one else has that. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's unique, but it's not just someone saying, "Hey, here's some steak sliders." Uh, you talking about crystals or White Castle? No, this is this is quality. Like this is really good, and it's worth stopping for. So that one's on my list, 100. percent Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to another. I'm gonna go to a quick my favorite my favorite quick quick service meal, and it's not in Walt Disney World. It's actually in Disneyland. I'm gonna jump over there just oh, for this because it is okay. that. That the um, so they what they have, what they have it. There's a restaurant in Critter Country in in Disneyland, which is a d- very different. They don't have that at Walt Disney World, but 
it's way in the back and it's got an amazing setting um, overlooking overlooking the river. Um, it's just a beautiful little little restaurant. It's called the Hungry Bear, and it, it it's a long walk. If so, it's not really it's it's way in the back of the park. But they have this fried green tomato sandwich that comes with really really good onion rings, um, and it is just Ooh. on a sourdough the fried green tomato sandwich on a sourdough bread. It is just amazing. I I, I had never had anything like that before. Um, it was my go-to and it's, it's the next time I go back, I'm going to make a beeline to that because it's that, it's that good that I've missed not having it for, you know, four years or whatever, since I was last there. And I, I really want to get it again. Cause it, it is, it is that good. And I wish they had something like that at Walt Disney World, but they really don't. So I, I basically had, I, I jumped over to, I have, I have one other Disneyland, um, item on the list, but this is, this is my thing. This is. This is my go-to uh, quick service there. Well, I can't wait to be able to speak to that because that sounds awesome. I I am a I'm about a five on a one to ten with fried green tomatoes. They have to be done right. Yes, you know they can't be slimy. They have to be kind of crispy to me. They have to be yep. seasoned well. Uh, it just it's very thin line. I'm already this is I'm corn meal, of, this is cornmeal crusted so it's that it's really good yeah crispy that sounds good yeah and i'm already like that with tomatoes anyways if you if you if i eat a tomato which we're in the south we eat a lot of tomato sandwiches around here with fresh grown tomatoes uh just mayonnaise salt and pepper and bread and i will eat that if the tomato is really good and so that's the same with green tomatoes too fried green tomatoes uh but that sounds really good so i We'll put that on my list too because I just can't. There's so many things at Disneyland. Oh, no, there's so many things. There's so many things. But this, I don't this, even know it, where to start. This is a B like that's what I'm saying. Like if if I'm there, the first day I'm there, that's where I'm going again. Like next time I go, I'm going to like. It's so funny. People have their little things that they like. That's my thing. I want. I I, I have to. That's like, I, you know, the I was the, the last time I went there. We were there for a long time, so I actually did it. I went there three times. So that's how good I like. That's how much I liked it. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, there's a lot on my list to try. Okay, there. go ahead now. Next. All time. right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go here just so you don't steal it because the last two you may not take or you may I don't know. So thank you, Brian, for introducing me to the Whispering Canyon, uh-huh. and I'm gonna go with the traditional skillet. And let me try. Just I'm gonna just read this, okay? Oak smoked mustard barbecued beef brisket, maple chipotle pork ribs, slow smoked pulled pork, citrus herb chicken, western style sausage, smashed potatoes, buttered corn, and sauteed green beans. Served with cornbread. You gotta you gotta have the cornbread. That meal, Brian, was amazing. I was so full that I felt like just rolling out of there. I was miserable afterwards. But it was so good. I Everything in that skillet was good. And then, you know, she brought us the the pig skillet too. So she brought us different ones. And that's where the atmosphere is also great. The experience is great. Our waitress was fantastic. Uh, but that meal was, I would argue, as one of in my top three, probably was, that I've was, had so it far. It was pretty amazing. And it was it was just a perfect setting that day. We had a we had the great, great cast member. We had um, you know, great great meal it was at a good time of the day um yeah. it wasn't super crowded there uh, yeah we got we had we had amazing food yeah and that that's just, that's a 
type of food that a lot of people like, you know, barbecue, chicken, sausage, you know, mashed potatoes, corn, green beans. That's, it's hard to go wrong with that, but also it's really hard to get that stuff right. So if you're getting a skillet mixture of all that stuff is, you know, sometimes you're like, okay, they're going to get at least one of these things wrong. And it's not going to taste very good because you got a lot of items in this skillet and don't worry, it's not all like a blender and they put it in a skillet for you. It's, you know, it's separate enough to where you can enjoy it, but uh, they did it all great. They Every single item was really good. I can't wait to go there our next trip. Uh, we're going to go, you know, so Emily's going to try it the first time. In-laws are going to try it. I'm very excited to introduce them to Whispering Canyon and this meal. We're actually going to go for lunch. So it's going to be something a little bit different because they have a little bit different kind of lunch dinner bowls, but yes, you can also do. get a breakfast bowl or breakfast skillet, which Emily said she's going to get the breakfast skillet. So I'm interested to see what hers looks like and get to try some of hers because um, they offer those for lunch as well. So this is just a great restaurant, but this meal in particular with the cornbread, the whole skillet, just so good. And I highly recommend it. It's amazing. It's life changing. You know? um, oh, great. I mean, I can't say anything. You know, I, I, I agree with you. It's amazing. It's an amazing meal. It's, it's worth going to. It's worth going out of your way to go over to the Wilderness Lodge to go and eat it. It really, there really is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So my next one is a little different and it's a little bit of a change, but it's just, again, very unique. And it's something that um, I would go out of my way to go to, to get, because I, I, I really do like it. Um, and it's at, it's at a restaurant that a lot of people, um, well, a lot of people don't go to because they, they don't, or they mix it up with the other restaurants. So if you go to, if you go into, into Epcot and into, into Japan Pavilion, there are three restaurants. Um, most people go to Teppanito because that is the most popular one. And Tokyo Dining, for some reason, people forget that it's there. It's actually a yeah. really gorgeous place. It's got great views over the lake. Um, it's probably, you know, it, it's actually, well, we were there one time during during the fireworks show, but it's an amazing place to see the, any of the shows. Um, but they have a, uh, you know, if you have to like sushi, so if you don't like sushi, that that. That might be a problem, but it's not only a sushi place. They have other things, but this meal that I'm saying is they have thing called, they have a, it's called a Hako rainbow and Hako, Hako, I think it's H-A-K-O rainbow, which is a combination of tuna and salmon and, and avocado and rice and et cetera. But it's just the way it's put together. Um, it is a really exquisite uh, concoction there of, of sushi that it's just so good. Um, there's, I haven't had anything like that. You know, there's some of the, I've been to some of these high, high scale places in New York, the sushi places. I've actually been into some in Atlanta. I've been some, some, some big time sushi places, even in LA. And, um, this, that, that meal or this plate, the Haku rainbow, rainbow, I'm sorry, rainbow, rainbow is uh tremendous. It's, it's just out of this world. Um, and it is something that I, I will look for, I look forward to going to get just cause it's that good. Okay, well, I'm not a sushi fan whatsoever. I've tried it cooked. I've tried it uh, several different rolls, and I've just not been a fan. But I am glad that you added that because it adds some diversity to our list. And I still have not made it to Katsura Grill. I don't know if I'll make it this next trip or not. Flower and Garden Festival is going on. I've already got my eyes on several different booths that I will be going to. But I've got to make it over there to Katsura. I I want to try this these options. I'm never going to try 
I mean, I won't say I never try sushi again. I just know that I'm not a fan of it. It's not necessarily the flavors, but it's the texture. And you're, you know, you're supposed to take a whole bite of that at one time and just in your mouth that just that texture does not agree with me. <laughs> well, well, that's what's that's what I like about this actual the Haku Rainbow is it's a it's a combination of flavors all at once. And then so it's just like it hits your taste buds all over the place. It, it's an explosion of taste. And and I like that. That to me that's a that's a good sushi. Um now I've been to to um Nobu, right, in New York and they, which is supposedly one of the best ever. Um which they have amazing sushi, but this actual plate here, you know, it's it's the most expensive thing on their plate, I think, or one of the one of the most, and it's not that expensive, only twenty one dollars, but it is tremendous. So, yeah, so like I said, sushi is not my thing. You know what I mean? But uh, it's, it's still no, no problem with that. It's 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 uh, like I said, I, I'm not a sushi fan really, but. I'll just trust you on that one. I'll, I'll trust you because <laughs> I, you I agree that I agree that like I understand the flavor thing and I like Asian flavors. I'm actually going to use this as a segue to my next one. Go ahead. But just something about the consistency of sushi just doesn't agree with me. So this is one that you may be surprised because we've only been here once, Emily and I, but we really enjoyed it. And it's not your typical meal. This is not something that I think a lot of people would pick as a meal. But we ha- I had this as a combination for my meal, and it was fantastic. So we're going to go to the Polynesian, but we're not going to go to Ohana. We're going to go to Kona Cafe. And the glazed chicken wings with the sticky wing sauce paired with the crispy pork vegetable pot stickers. Uh, it's not like a really you know huge meal or something like that, but those wings, and <laughs> they are so good. They're crispy and Brian, if you go to like, you know, Chinese restaurants or something like that and get wings, chicken wings, this, the, the sauce is very similar in, among all Asian type restaurants if you would order chicken wings. So it has a a sticky kind of glaze on the wings, but the pot stickers are incredible too. They're crispy. They taste good. They come with a dipping sauce, but that pair together is a great meal. I, I recommend it for lunch. It's a, It's kind of a light, you know, meal to partake in you don't have a lot of or any greenery besides what may be in the pot stickers but otherwise it's a good choice i love that meal i like the environment you know ahana is very kind of hustle and bustle there's a lot going on you got sometimes you know music going on there but kona to me and i know again i I, it's hard not to pull in atmosphere of restaurants into the dining experience and even into the food because Kona to me is like the lobby of the Polynesian and a restaurant just marry together. You know, Ohana is kind of separate, you know, you kind of are off in a different room, but Kona is very open. You very, you feel like you're a part of the lobby of the Polynesian when you're eating there just because of its open air kind of concept. Right. So I choose this meal kind of on, you know, kind of unconventional, not traditional meal, but I think it's a good option and it's worth trying. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. That's great. I I actually, it's funny because, um, I, I love Kona and, um, my whole thing about Kona, what I like about Kona is, um, I like their sushi. So (laughs) it's, uh, I, I, one of the, I love going to I love going to Kona and get like the, their volcano roll is amazing. They they have some really good sushi there too. 
Well, they have uh, a whole Kona. like sushi bar, right? Yeah, Kona, I mean, is, a, Kona is a very underrated, amazing Absolutely. restaurant. There's, you know, um, they have they have a, a mahi. There's a mahi mahi tuna thing that was real. If I remember, I don't remember the exact name. It was terrific too. So they have a lot of good things there. Kona Cafe is a, a, a very good choice. Yeah, and, I, I and agree. it's breakfast, right? Breakfast they have the Tonga toast, which yes, a and, lot the, of people, and I think like the macadamia nut pancakes. A lot of people yeah, like that people, too. People go out of there; it's great, and people go yeah. out of their way just to get. They love their Tonga toast. That could be they. That, that's like a, an every trip thing for some people, and it's that good. So Kona has Kona's got a good following. It's a very so, very good choice. To kind of pause for a second, I think that if we're going at it like kind of a rough top ten. I think we would have one more each, but I also have three honorable yeah, mention meals too. too. I have a couple so, more too. So, so go, you go ahead, and then I'll do okay. my last top one, and then we can talk about any kind of honorable mentions. Yeah, I have. Okay, so my next one is is probably one of my favorite restaurants in all of Disney Kingdom. If I guess say like all the lands, is the Napa Rose in um, in California, which you'll yeah. you'll see it on the Travel Channel portrays this a lot it's one of the few restaurants that always shows up on that in the food network because it's got some amazing stuff there um and they have a meal and and i have to say it's it's like a it's, there's parts to the meal so they have a um a maple leaf duck and then they have, and then they oh, have no. this amazing smiling tiger salad which is it's got beef and lobster and shrimp um that's this is all together and then the main course now it's funny they have you can get prime rib you can get steak but I like what I what I found was amazing because it's it's like I don't know how it, they, they cook it over um like they cook it over some I don't know it's over wood it's cooked over wood and it's a it's a lemon thyme chicken there um, I had never tasted anything that good it it's a free range chicken um, it, it was just and maybe it was the the combination of what I was eating but. You know, again, I would have normally I would take out. You say I'm going to get the steak or the or the the ribeye or something, but the chicken was it was just something I never had before. There was the, one of the best chicken meals I've ever had, and again, I saw this exact meal on the Food Network, so I went there looking at it and saying, like, you know what, I have I already had my choice made before I got there, but they were right, and it was just an amazing meal, and uh, that still goes. You know, I've only been there once. But it, it's definitely one of my best meals I've ever had at a Disney um, restaurant of any type. That's a great mention. Napa Rose is one that I have looked up before, and it's on my list to go there as like a sit-down dinner whenever we go to Disneyland. I, I think it's worth going to that as like a nicer option. They do characters, right? Princesses as well? No. Sometimes? They, Napa has nothing. Napa doesn't do anything. They, there's a they Storytellers okay. Cafe, which is right next to it, which is uh, also okay, ter- terrific. That has okay. characters. That's what I'm getting mixed up. But okay. yeah, so Napa Rose, I think, is on my list uh, as far as like a like a finer dining option because you're right. It does. It's very popular. It has a lot of really good options and it's award winning. So looking forward to trying that as well. Uh, okay, so here's the last one I had as as one of mine that I really think is worth mentioning. This is one that kind of broke the mold for me, and you know, I've not been going to the Disney parks for an incredibly long time, just, you know, several years, but I was tired of the quick service options of the French fries and the chicken tenders or cheeseburgers, or even you get tired of the corn dog nuggets that we've mentioned sometimes. So I needed something 
that was quick service, but that was a little bit different. And Satuli Canteen met that need for me. And that would be uh, uh, the chopped wood grilled chicken bowl. Now you can get any sort of meat and a base in a sauce. So meat, they have uh, shrimp, they have chicken, they have beef. They have your bases are like a sweet potato hash. They have noodles. I think they have rice. Then they have a few different sauces as well. But my particular bowl that is my comfort bowl is the the wood grilled chicken with noodles as the base and this like creamy garlic sauce as the, the sauce on the top. To me, that meal right there is so good and it adds a different flair to the quick service option. It's almost sit like table service sit down worthy to me. I think it's great. The flavors are good. Uh, Emily's not a huge fan of just that kind of stuff, but anyone else that I've been with that has gone there really enjoys Satuli Canteen. I know you like it, Brian, and uh, they have a good experience with with that place. So uh, Satuli particular the environment's good but i'm talking about this as the meal which i know this is what the topic is but this is on my list because it's been good every time and i enjoy it that's good no it's it's tremendous that's a tremendous place um it it, it's i don't think enough people know about it because for some reason it's it's never it's never empty but it's not as crowded as it should be because it's tremendous um okay i mean i agree yeah i agree Okay, so my next, so my next choice is going to be this. This will be my end one because it's a combination. So I really, I really wanted to choose Cape May Cafe for yeah. the crabs and 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 for steamers, but it's I not. I figured you'd pick Cape May. It's not back yet though, so it's not all the way back. That that is my another go to for me. Uh, I think Cape May Cafe dinner with the crabs and the steamers is just a, a it's a tremendous tremendous uh, meal it is uh just fabulous you can't go wrong um you leave there totally full and you and you just it, it's something that again i could i've actually gone twice on a trip that's how good that's how much my family loves crab but it's not back yet all the way so until it is back and i know it eventually will be um it's it's tougher now because you have to order it uh separately and it's just not not the same so I am going to I'm going to go back to another restaurant very close to that that has um, probably one of another one of the some of the best meals I've had. Hurricane um, Hannah's. I'm just kidding. No, yeah, Hurricane Hannah's. Yes, I can. <laughs> it's it's in between. It's, it, no, it's Hurricane Hannah's is in between. Flying Fish over on the boardwalk. Uh, Flying yeah. Fish first off has some of the best lobster bisque I've ever had. Um, it is. Just tremendous. I don't know what they put in it, but it is just tremendous. Their their lobster bisque is is fabulous, and but but the meal itself, they have a potato wrapped red snapper, and it is. Um, and if you don't again, if you if you like red snapper, you don't like red snapper. It's 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 not a fishy fish at all. It's definitely for people yeah. who don't who, who like who don't like the fishy fish. Um, That's me. It's yeah. it's so red snapper is a good choice then because it's it's not, um, yeah. and. It is just they do. I don't know what they do and how they cook it, but it is just a, a just a tremendous meal. It was so good. The last time I was actually savoring all the bites, I, I didn't want it to end. It was so good. I was like, oh, let's get down to the last bite. I was like, 
this is a tremendous meal. Um, yes, I am a big seafood fan, and you'll see seafood come up a lot. But I, I, uh, to me, that was just uh, a fabulous, fabulous plethora of of taste. Um, you know, the potato wrapped. I don't know why. You know what that what that what that potato does. Maybe it 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 preserves the um, the taste inside or something. But it's just a really cool taste, and it's a very and it, it's just a, a great um, meal. They have a lot of good stuff there, but if you so if you get the lobster bisque with that, you it's just it's just an amazing meal, and it's worth going to. And and um, my sister Jody really got me rehooked on this menu on this restaurant because I used to like it, and then they kind of changed their menu a little bit. Then they went back and they and they changed it for the better. And she got me to go back a couple of years ago, and now I've been trying to make this a staple because it's it's that good. Flying fish is definitely on my list. So we have you know a mutual friend that really likes flying fish too. I've heard and read so many good things about it. It's underrated. I don't see the name a lot. The just like circling in the Disney community, I don't see that name. But when I do see it, I almost always see really good experiences and meals that people have there. So flying fish is on my list. I'm not a huge seafood fan, but I I'm a fan of the less fishy fish and also shrimp dishes uh, of any kind. Uh, but I, I want to go there. Emily would truly enjoy it. If my other set of in-laws that really do like seafood come, then they would also enjoy. And they have steak. Well. And, you know, they do just to, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not what we're talking about. They have other things there too. Right. Yeah. So that's good. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's worth mentioning. So I have three honorable mentions. I'm going to go ahead and throw all three out there and then you can close with any you may have as well. So uh, we can't not mention this one, Brian. I can't believe you didn't mention this one as your top ones, which is going to be the Yorkshire County Fish Shops Fried Fish and Chips Meal. Yes, that uh, is good. It's, it's one that is, you know, like I said, it's not that cowboy ribeye. It's not that flying fish meal. It's not It's not something, you know, incredibly exquisite. But it's good every time. You know, this is a fried whitefish, and with French fries, it, you can get your malt vinegar, your tartar sauce, whatever. It's a great quick service option. So that's one. Uh, second, you mentioned Olivia's, uh, but I'm going to go with the southernmost buttermilk chicken at Olivia's that comes with mashed potatoes and green beans. This fried chicken is really good. Now, I've not tried the fried chicken at Homecoming or Trails Inn yet, which I hear are both rivals to Olivia's. Some people still like Olivia's better, but I've not tried the others yet, so I can't tell you how it compares, and I am a fried chicken connoisseur. So this dish was really good. My last dish is a fairly recent addition to my list. It definitely has honorable mention quality, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. That would be at the... Um, Regal Eagle, the sliced Texas beef brisket sandwich, which came on Texas toast. And as a side, you want to get your baked beans with the pulled pork in it. Uh, just smother that sandwich with, with sauce. Don't worry. Nobody's looking. Nobody cares. Smother it with sauce. It is so good. Uh, you get, you know, I, I like, we didn't mention this, Brian, but I think, you know, there's, of course, you can go to table service options to get refills by your waitress. But, you know, quick service options like Regal Eagle, where you have, you know, refillable drink machines within steps and it's all indoors. I mean, you can sit outdoors if you want to, but most of it's indoors. It's just so convenient. You know, I can walk three steps and get my drink refilled. Uh, that's important to me when you're eating a meal. So those are my honorable mentions that I think deserve to be on a list because they're really good. 
and they're all they're all tremendous. Like, and yeah, I, I that would have been the the fish and chips would have been my honorable mention because yeah, I I almost treat it like a snack because yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. I, first of all, if I get it, I demolish it. Um, it is so good. Yeah. Okay, so my my three honorable mentions are um the fried chicken at Trails End, which you like you so yeah. we have to that that's a little bit of a contest there. Um, the prime rib at Boatwright's which is another uh, yeah. another restaurant that a lot of people don't talk about but their that was on their my list, prime yeah. rib is really good if you that's like that's their their go-to staple there and the and the cop salad at at the brown derby yeah, is just that's a good tremendous one, Brian. That, that like that is that is something again i would go out of my way to eat there just to get their cop salad is that good um and i went just past year and it was just as good as it's always been so that is one. Those are my three honorable mentions. But I was looking at this, and this is an interesting thing. Like, listen to this menu here now. And again, I, I did go to this restaurant. It was many years ago. It was on a business trip, so I did not pay for it. But um, so to start off, you have imperial caviar, but you also have Alaskan king crab. Then you have um, New Zealand. Langoustine, which is a which is obviously uh, maybe shrimp and crabs and things like that, shrimp and uh, clams. Then you have wild turbot, but I don't even know what wild turbot is. So whatever that is, I don't know. <laughs> and then you have the maple glazed Manchester quail. Then you have, and this is the same. This is this is it. This is like the different courses. Then you have the Texas wild boar, which. I guarantee, wow. if I remember correctly, that was amazing. Then you have Australian-style, Kobe-style beef. Kobe-style beef, which is probably the most expensive beef, right? Yeah, some of the Then best. you have Miyazaki Japanese beef afterwards. And then you have some cheese. <laughs> like, you have any, if you have any room left, you have some cheese and white chocolate. Um, then you can have some chocolate mousse. And then, then, and then they give you some coffee and tea. This is a this is this is the Victoria and Albert's dinner menu. Um, I knew that's where it was for yeah. two hundred and ninety five dollars. Um, but it's <laughs> this is a meal to, to die for. But it's like okay, how first of all, how do you get through this? And I don't remember because I, I was again I was on a business trip and we I was yeah. just shocked. I didn't know we were going here. Um, right. I, I, I my you know a, a business friend took me you know as. A, he, he's because he had been there with his family. He said, We're going to go here. He says, We're on a business trip. We're, we can expense it. We're going to go. And um, I didn't even know what I was getting myself into just with just because they just brought all this stuff out. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. And it was, it was course after course. And you, after a while, wow. you're like, I can't eat anymore. This is crazy. But that is what that's the current menu at, at Victoria and Albert's. And um, so that. That would be something we have to try one of these days. I don't know how we can if, if we ever maybe they want maybe they want us to do a taste test so we could talk about it on the on the um, podcast and if they're they're willing to to yeah. compass the well, meal that would be great. We'd be very you know if you're listening, Victoria and Alberts, if you're listening, Evan and I would be very happy to come and uh, try out one of these uh, this dinner menu here. Yeah, we will. Uh- we will gladly do a live dining review if you would like us to. You could even put us at the chef's table. We would not be upset. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, uh, anyways, uh, d- Brian, this list, <laughs> now, this list no, was a great list. Uh, and, you know, Evan, I'm dying right now because I, I want to, I haven't had dinner yet. And I, <laughs> we're talking about all this food. And I know I'm probably going to have like macaroni and cheese tonight or something. It's, it's <laughs> so, but this is, 
all of these things, everything that we just talked about, and, and I have to tell you, everything that you said could go on my list. There was not yeah. one thing that you said. Now, I know you don't That's like right. sushi that much, but, but I have to tell you, same, yeah. all these things that we just talked about, every one of them yep. are tremendous meals, everybody. And these are things that you go out of your way to get. And I think foodies, you know, hey, if I, when people say, I only go to Disney World and all I get is a couple of hamburgers and hot dogs and that's all I get. I mean, I'm just, I'll get hamburgers, I get chicken nuggets. No, 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 no. You get a good meal because it's part of the whole experience. It's, it's part of doing that. You're on a vacation. Enjoy the food. Enjoy sampling good food. Yeah, it's expensive, but it's not, it's not really as bad as people say it is. I mean, I go to some restaurants in my town that's it, just as expensive for things. So right. I, I, you know, yes, again, taking a family of four out to one of these restaurants is going to cost you a little pretty penny. So maybe you don't go every night, but there's the experience and the taste is sometimes is worth the money. Sometimes it's that good. And yeah. the play, the things we just talked about, even the Casey's hot dogs, which are tremendous and the corn, do, corn dog nuggets, um, they're, they're worth going to get and weren't worth tracking down. And they, even if like the fried green tomato sandwich might be the cheapest thing on the list, it is that good that you would want to go back. That's yeah. what these meals are. And that's what, that's what we're trying to portray that, Hey, pinpoint some meals, go, go for the meal. Sometimes not just the restaurants, go for the meal. Yeah. And that's a great point. I think it's a great closing point. Uh, Disney is very pressured for you to go and pick your dining reservations at your, you know, whatever your mark is, 60 days for most people, et cetera. And you're focused on the restaurant. So you take into account location, the theme park or resort that it's at, the time, uh, what time of day it is, and which, which means breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but also the specific time based on your schedule. And you also take into account the, the type of food, take into account the atmosphere, whether you sit inside, outside, all of those things matter. Not saying they don't. But maybe instead of thinking about, oh, we've always had a great experience here, maybe tailor, tailor your list to we've always had a great meal here. And that will create for you an avenue to try something different at one of these restaurants that may have your favorite meal there. Uh, so I think that this, we couldn't have planned it weeks in advance for a better list, I don't think. I think that this list is comprehensive. It is a diverse, eclectic menu of different entrees across all different genres and categories of food from budget-friendly, which I get it. Look, I, I'm there. I totally understand the trips that we've done where everything we ate was quick service. We didn't need a single sit-down meal. We actually really honestly didn't start adding table service options into our our trip until fairly recently when we decided, you know, we're slapping ourselves because we should have done it before because the experiences are awesome. But I get the budget conscious traveler. I, I do get that. And there's options for you on this list. So, you know, replay this, write down everything. If you haven't try these meals, if you've not tried them, I guarantee you that you will not be disappointed. So Brian, any closing thoughts on this? No, I just, let's get this done so I can go eat dinner, please. Okay, so Brian is going to go <laughs> pick out the uh, the Yorkshire County Fish and Chips. Are you going to go with the Whispering Canyon skillet? Yeah, that's no. what I'm going to. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go downstairs and whip up the Whispering Canyon skillet in my in my kitchen. Yeah, yeah that'll take ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, Spoonie, boy. thank but you. But you know what? Yeah. If I could, if I could, 
Oh my good heaven. <laughs> I know. If we I would. could, please. We all would. Yeah. But uh, Spinny, we know that you have your favorite meal too. So please share it with us. We want to hear what you have to say. You can find us on Facebook, a spoonful of podcast, Spoonie nation. We're all over the Disney groups. We're all over Twitter, Instagram. You can find us, reach out to us, email us info at a spoonful of podcast.com. Hey, find Evan Dickens or Brian Galloway on Facebook. Friend us. We'll love to chat with you about Disney stuff. Maybe even have you on the show. If you have some ideas or want to come on for a show, we're not, we are not anti guest on this show. So uh, we will gladly invite you in. And if it's a good topic and we think it's worth everyone hearing, we want to discuss it. So it's, it's a fun time. We have a great time as well. So uh, as always broadcasting from the backside of water until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a aspoonfulofpodcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast, the return to civilization.